If you are a working mother or mother-to-be who would like to strike a balance between caring for your family and succeeding in business, welcome to Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. Kenneth Chu, the show host brings in a different guest every episode to share how to perfectly balance parenting and work. Today, more than ever, you can choose to live life on your own terms, to craft a future for yourself and your family that is emotionally and financially rewarding. So sit back and enjoy the show. Okay, so um, so welcome to episode 52 of Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life and I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist. So, uh, so sorry for um, everyone for the technical problem that I've got uh, on the audio but um, nevertheless, um, today we have Alison Jackson and Wes welcome her. Hello, hello Alison. Thank you Hi, for coming Kevin, on. But- Thank you for having me. No problem, no problem. Um, I'm, I'm so glad that we got connected and also thanks to uh, Pat that have introduced us because uh, you are her fitness coach and I'm so glad that you make time, uh, especially now it's about um, in the morning for you. Yes, yes. Okay, it's about cool. 9 o'clock in the morning so just getting <laughs> my day started. <laughs> okay, so uh, before we officially kick start, uh, there were uh, there's a tradition where every guest gets to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So, um, are you ready with the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we can officially kick up the show? I'm ready. Okay. So, uh, the question of the day is, put money and time aside, what would, it, what would, that, be, uh, what would that something be that you could invest in yourself? Okay, I repeat again, the question of the day is put money and time aside. What would be that something that you would invest in yourself? Okay, mm-hmm. spend some yeah. time to think about it um, mm-hmm. while I go on to Facebook Live to see if we, are, if we are live successfully and I'll come back to you. Great. Okay, good. Perfect. Yep. Okay, let me see. Okay, good. I can hear you loud and clear. And I see um, some people coming on live. And hi, though, for those who are coming on live, thanks for coming in. Thanks for making time. So, Alison, are you ready with your answer to the question of the day? Posted by the guest. Okay. I so, am. share it with, uh, with us. Sure. So if time and money were no object, I would definitely um, go back for yoga training and also um, a nutrition degree because I'm just obsessed with learning about health, nutrition, fitness. So I would love to just dedicate it more time to doing that. Wow. Wow. So that thanks, thanks for uh, sharing with us your answer to the question of the day. And now we can officially start the show. So uh, once again, thanks uh, for making time. I know that um, today is Monday, early morning for you. And maybe you can do a short introduction um, uh, out to the audience who are new to you and maybe mm-hmm. share with them where are you from, uh, what are you currently doing and what uh, got you into this online fitness and nutrition coaching. 
Sure. So I am based in New Jersey. So it's bright and early Monday morning here. And I am married. I have two children, a 15 year old son and an 11 year old daughter. I work full time in corporate communications. Um, And in the past year, I recently started an online fitness and nutrition business. And that kind of came about uh, because I've always been involved in fitness, but over the past seven years started competing in figure competitions, which is kind of like bodybuilding meets beauty contest. Um, and that's really kind of fueled my passion to, you know, keep keep going further and further. And people started asking me, like, hey, could you help coach me to get to the point where you got to? So um, it really kind of popped out of nowhere. I mean, I've always been passionate about fitness, but it really started to evolve into a business over the past year or so. I've uh, really started to ramp things up and uh, dive full full uh, all, all, all into online fitness and, uh, and entrepreneurship. Wow. Wow. That, that is such a very good um, introduction and it's so short and sweet. <laughs> I, I was expecting that maybe there will be something that, that will be long enough. And I'm just curious, like um, you were saying that because you started uh, fitness and all that stuff, how is that something that you've been doing since you were, you were young or you just, you just pick it up? Sure. So, so back when, you know, in my teenage years, my dad used to have a weight bench in the basement and I would read his muscle fitness magazines. And I always thought it was amazing how these people would transform their bodies through weightlifting and building muscle and reducing their fat levels. And I was like, wow, is that really possible? And, you know, it always was in the back of my mind. I used to teach aerobics back when they called it aerobics. Um, Mm -hmm. I played field hockey in high school and college. I did jazzercise. Like I kind of went through and did CrossFit, ran marathons. Like I've always been involved trying different things involving fitness. Um, So it's always been a part of my life, but I've always loved weight training. Um, And now I've kind of, you know, I used to be a big runner. Like I used to run constantly. Now I'm completely focused on weight training and lifting weights. So to answer your question, yeah, fitness has always been a part of my life in different shapes and forms. And um, it's, just so much fun to actually create a business from your passion, you know, to your book, you know, purpose, passion, profit. Mm. Uh, I feel like it has all three. Yeah. And, and, and I realized that your inspiration comes from your dad. Your dad was the, the fitness guy that mm-hmm. is in your family. Is there any other family members that are also in fitness? You know, my, both my parents, um, so my dad was very into lifting weights. My mom was more into, you know, aesthetically like aerobics and staying in shape, but I always liked that they cared about their their bodies and their health and their nutrition. So that, you know, kind of, uh, planted the seed for me as well that, you know, you really, it's an investment in your, your health is, is huge. Wow. So your parents basically, they are role models for you to uh, really keep fit and, and, and really into the fitness and wellness um, like, like in, in the, the industry itself because you are exposed yeah. to that and you have a lot of knowledge I believe so has that has that fitness thing stopped when you became a mom or it, it just continued from there because especially when you're pregnant and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that and after you gave birth did, did that uh, routine stop or did you find it hard for you to come back or hard for you to keep fit? Mm-hmm. So during my pregnancy, I tried to obviously keep moving and exercising as much as I could. You know, obviously the bigger you get, the harder it mm-hmm. gets to, <clears throat> to do that. 
But um, after I had both my children, I gained 40 pounds with each baby. So I was like, oh. uh, or, you know, what's happening? <laughs> so that was really motivation to kind of just jump back in as soon as I could get back into those workouts and make sure I was eating right. Um, but again, you know, like my parents were role models for me. Now I'm role models for my children. I want mm. them to take care of themselves, eat well, exercise and, um, and you know, take care of their health. So in fact, putting on the, the 20 pounds, uh, is it 20 pounds or 40 pounds? 20. 40. 40. 40 with each baby. Wow. Yeah. That is a lot. <laughs> so so yeah. that does not stop you from uh, from even like to keep fit. In fact, it motivates you to lose that, mm-hmm. that 40 pounds. Yes. Wow. Yes. So how, how long yeah. do you lose that 40 pounds after delivery? Well, you know, it takes you nine months to put it on. So it took me a good <laughs> six or eight months to take okay. off. So, you know, my husband kept saying, you know, the baby only weighs like eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so the rest is by yourself yeah. yeah so do you eat a lot during like pregnancy because like they always say that um the baby wants to eat and that's what that's where you started eating more or yeah yeah so you, were, you know the, the doctor's like 500 calories more a day is you know right where but i you know i think a lot of women i don't think i'm alone where it's kind of a license to eat where it's like well if i eat right i'm not gonna look any better i'm just getting bigger <laughs> so I, I think i ate just a little bit too much for me and the baby <laughs> in fact now i'm really curious like how do you look like when you have that 40 pounds <laughs> yeah i was, you, I was you pregnant look... all over like my face my arms everything <laughs> because, because now you look amazing and when the first time i i saw you uh, we met up on, on the zoom and I was like, wow, you look amazing. And you look like a young mother, I would say. And when you told yeah. me that your kids are already in their teens, I was like, oh, I was really amazed. Yeah. And then you really look good and vibrant and radiant. So Thank you. So how do you do that? Because you have just shared with, um, with us during the introduction that you're having a full-time job, but now you're also mm-hmm. uh, like, like all in into this uh, fitness coaching. How do you mm-hmm. manage to balance all this? Like, your full-time job, um, your your business, your coaching business, and you being a mother, although your kids are really big, do they still depend on you a lot or you have more time of, on, on yourself now? So, I mean, I have a little bit more time to myself, but they do, I feel like, need me more now than when they were babies. They're much more cognizant of how involved I am or I'm not. Mm. Um, but just in terms of craving the time, it's it's prioritizing. So obviously I work from, you know, nine to five, nine mm. to six. So that's my priority, carving time out for work. And then it's just really prioritizing your free time. So instead of sitting in front of the TV or just, you know, scanning through Facebook, it's <laughs> dedicating time to move my business forward. Mm. Um, whether that's, you know, social media posts or reaching out to, to different people. And then, um, you know, I try to incorporate the kids in there. So, you know, my son's taking a social media class, so oh, okay. I'm asking him for tips, <laughs> you know, what can I do with my website? Um, but it's really, you know, making, blocking out time and, and prioritizing what's most important to you. I think that's, that's the key to, you know, be able to fit it all in. So from what I hear from you, it's like, like time management is really very important for you because you mm-hmm. are like allocating time for the children, for your business, for your, maybe for yourself or maybe with, a, with your husband and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, is there any routine that you're sticking on or you, do you learn it from somewhere, some, some, someone? So uh, I hope people don't cringe, but I get up really early in the morning. <laughs> I get up at between four and four thirty in the morning. Wow. So I want to get my workout in and get, you know, I do have a little bit of a routine that I try to 
uh, stick to, to, mm. to just be more productive during the day. So it's, you know, it's reading, it's meditating, it's um, doing some stuff with my business, uh, just to get those out of the way to make sure I am moving things forward, even if things come up during the day where that doesn't allow me to get to what I want to by the end mm. of the day. Wow. So uh, I'm just curious, going back to like, how do you get all this started? Like, how long was that um, when you start doing this coaching? Or were you mm -hmm. doing it coaching like as a hobby before you officially um, do it more professionally? So that's a great question. Um, and what I did was there were a couple of people that asked me about helping them. And so what I did was I would help them for free or like one of my friends was um, a social media manager. So he would give me social media tips in exchange for coaching him. Um, but it, what's really helpful is to offer your services for free to four or five people because it enables you to get testimonials. It gets mm -hmm. you comfortable with your program mm -hmm. and what you're offering, um, helps you refine that. So yeah, highly recommend that. And, and you're helping your friends. Like mm -hmm. I helped one of my friends lose 30 pounds, which, wow. you know, she was thrilled. I was thrilled. <laughs> so, you know, it's fun to see that as well. Mm -hmm. I, and I, I, I hear you and, and it's, it's good to start, um, getting like testimonials and, and friends with, uh, with result. That means you help them to achieve the result. So at least you can, um, there's, there's credential, credibility that, that you can build up. But uh, at the same time, I also understand that we, we may have friends who we help them, but they would not be disciplined enough for them to be able to achieve the result. So do you have like, like, um, like maybe, maybe clients or even friends that, that um, they wanted to, to lose weight or want, uh, wanted to keep fit, but in the end they did not follow. Are they like people like that? <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, there's but, definitely people that, that want a program and then you give it to them and it's like, well, they still do what they want to do. And mm. it's like, well, like you have to meet in the middle somehow. I mean, <laughs> okay, so, so in, the, in the end, you, you will still try to comprom compromise whatever that you try to meet in between rather than say, okay, uh, maybe this is not for you, but you will still mm -hmm. try to meet in between yeah. and help them in any ways. Yeah, because sometimes it's sometimes it's mindset, sometimes it's inability. Like I have a person mm. who's struggling with tracking their food, mm. and sometimes they just need a little bit more coaching. So it's just being able to understand kind of that extra attention that they need and, and mm. providing that to them. Wow. So you do you do you feel that is uh, what is the most important thing for for anyone who want to really have a healthy body and really to keep it like you? Because for you, you started really young. And, and it became a habit and also because your parents are, are into fitness and wellness. So mm -hmm. how about for people who do not have that, like maybe the environment or maybe their, their family members are not that, that healthy, are not into fitness. How do you help them, especially for them to really start the ball rolling? Sure. So um, just some basic tips that anybody can do is there are tons of free apps. Like I personally like my fitness pal uh, as a way to track your food. So it's important oh. to understand what you're putting in your mouth every day. Cause I think a lot of people, you don't realize you're taking a piece of candy here and a little taste of this and a taste of that. It all adds up at the end of the day. So mm. tracking food, uh, your tr nutrition is number one. You can't out train a bad diet. So just a minimal amount of movement. It's could be 10,000 steps, just tracking mm. your steps every day. Um, those basics, mm. you'd be surprised at how far you could get with just that. Okay, so with the, the basic step and also to track the food intake, that, that really helps yes. a lot, which is yeah. like a kickstart to the, to the diet and also to the fitness, getting yes. the thing going until when they are 
um, they are pretty okay with that, then that's where you move to the next level more. Then you move to the next level. You're incorporating weight training. You're mm -hmm. looking at your carbs, protein, and fat. And mm -hmm. yeah, so then it's just like, it's just like you build upon it step by step. And I'm curious, like, how can fitness and coaching be online, like for fitness? Like normally we, we most of us know that we have a, a maybe a fitness trainer or a trainer uh, mm -hmm. that, that is in the gym uh, watching us do all that. But how is, how is it possible to do it online, which I'm also really interested. Maybe you can share with us. Yeah. Sure. So I used to be an in-person personal trainer and I found that a lot of times you're just going with people at the gym and counting their reps, like going mm -hmm. to exercise, exercise, counting their reps, which I'm, that's not doing anything for anybody. Um, but with online coaching, I'm able to, so I could go on the back end of my fitness pal and track your food logs. Oh. So I could see what you're logging. And then I'll have Zoom calls like this, and I'll also share workout videos. So I'll create a video of workouts and send uh, it to them. And they could also track that in MyFitnessPal. So it's, uh, it's nice online being able to uh, provide that accountability, much more so than being in person, I think. I, now I know, know something, MyFitnessPal. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I love my so you are, so So in the way, we, we can put it um, that because of technology, that really helps you that even... Um, doing online fitness coaching is possible because there's mm -hmm. a accountability um, because I, that, that's what that's that's why I'm, I'm curious like how do you like how can they be accountable for what they are doing you can tell them whatever they can pick it they can mm -hmm. lie it to you and it, but mm -hmm. yeah it's not working but with with technology it, it basically helped to mitigate that 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 um, accountability part which is amazing yes. And now yes. I really have a, a good idea of um, like how can it be done? If, if, if yeah. imagine this could not be possible if, if it's 10 years ago, like mm -hmm. online nutrition and, and fitness coach will not be possible because uh, the fitness pal, um, my, my fitness pal does track the food, right? Like they have, yep. do they like have yeah. to take photos of, of the food or they just key, they will just enter the food. And so typically, um, typically you weigh and measure it or you could guesstimate using your hand. So this is like typically three or four ounces. Your thumb oh. is usually like a tablespoon. Wow. So you could guesstimate and it'll, it has a, such a huge database of food that you could plug mm. anything in there. Also has a barcode. If you have like a food that has a barcode, you could mm. scan it and it'll put it right in. Oh, cool. Cool. That's yeah. a lot of hacks like, like for people who yes. really find a lot of excuses of not tracking their food in like for me is one like I visually I would, sometimes we forget like like yes. what we ate. And also uh the, the tracking I I guess is is good. And I didn't know that you you can you can track it on the back office for mm -hmm. for them. Okay. Pretty cool, yeah. pretty cool. And and I'm just curious um at the same time, what are the challenges for you when you first started coaching? So the challenges for me, there were a couple. So um, I think my first one and the toughest one to get over was actually charging people, mm. like actually making money because I felt like, well, these are my friends. I just want to help them. And my husband's like, you, that's not a business model. <laughs> that, <that's, laughs> like you can't make man. a profit doing that. <laughs> that's a charity. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it, you know, knowing your worth and knowing your value and that, you know, people, you're providing a service to people and you should be paid for that. So uh, that was hard for me to get over, but um, I'm, I'm getting past it and I'm, you know, slowly getting there. But I think mm. that's a, a big one for a lot of women yep. um, in particular Correct. to get over. So um, that and again, just there's so much, there's so much out there to learn and do. And 
knowing when you need help. So right now I'm looking at, you know, is a virtual assistant right mm, for me yeah. at this time? Because mm. there's just a lot of tasks and not enough hours in the day. So I think asking for help, again, something women struggle with, whether it's childcare, businesses, mm. uh, work, mm. I think people see it as a sign of weakness. So, uh, you know, ask for help when you need it. That's the only way you're going to grow. Mm. And also, and, and you pointed out two things that we, I, I guess we, uh, in our last chat, we could do, bring it out, which is the, the self-worth, whether, um, like we should get paid. Uh, that's what a lot of mompreneurs or a lot of mothers that I talk to, um, or, or when, when I work with them on their business, they are not charging as they should be charging. And they mm -hmm. felt like you were saying, like they felt that, like, oh, they are my friends, they are mothers, they are stay at home mom, they may not have the money and, and stuff like that. But at the same time, this is what I, I share, uh, share with them and I, I share with you and I want maybe to share with the audience that um, whatever time that you're putting out, you're taking away time from your family members, from your mm -hmm. children. So the time should be worth as much as uh, what you're worth in a corporate job, for example. Mm -hmm. If let's say uh, you're worth $20 per hour, then if you do coaching, you have to at least charge more than $20. Or maybe double of it because it's more precious mm -hmm. because the reason why you want to do this is because you want to maybe if you go full-time you want flexibility of, of of it if not it's something of passion but you do mm -hmm. not want to feel that you're sacrificing your time for your clients for your students and stuff like that so that that yeah. is one and also you, you you mentioned about the help like now you recognize that hey i need a virtual assistant to do all the nitty-gritty stuff the task and that's where a lot of mompreneurs I work with, um, they want to do it all because mm -hmm. they don't trust anybody that could do a good, as good as them. And that's where they start to deplete um, over time, like physically, mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally, because uh, they get frustrated. And when things are not going good, doing, uh, going good like maybe their, 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 their children are sick or maybe mm -hmm. they have, uh, have a lot of stress at work, and everything just go off balance and when they go off balance they could not do the task as as per normal usually mm -hmm. they, they, they can maybe they can do the uh can handle 10 clients but now they can only handle five clients not being productive because everything yeah. around them affects like for you if you could have more time to really do the coaching rather than do the administrative stuff or maybe to follow up and, and, and things like that um, yeah. then it will be more productive and you can help more people and also at the same time what makes you think that it's, it's possible that, that you can have it all like the topic of the day is how busy mom can have it all at work mm -hmm. business and healthy body which you are living it now um, so how, how what makes you think that it's possible so I think it goes back to um, the comment you made about self-worth and just believing in yourself and knowing, you know, believing in your abilities, having the confidence to say, you know what, I can do it all. There, everyone gets the same 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. It's what you do with those. It's how you maximize them. So don't say, you know, I can't. It's like, you know, anything is possible. It's even in the word impossible has the word possible. <laughs> in it. So uh, if you think you can't, I think you can. <laughs> wow. So it's, it's really on the mindset. Uh, rather than think that uh, thinking that you can't, uh, you should think that you can. And yes. Thinking yes. rather than thinking of impossible, think that I am possible. And that's mm -hmm. that, that is what I, impossible meant man, for people who exactly. look, who look at at a different perspective. So mm -hmm. we, which which is really really uh, inspiring. And um, 
like you, I believe that you have um, have a lot of different clients, and mm -hmm. uh, I believe that they have obstacles. They have um, things that that are stopping them from achieving uh, their goals. So, and what is the thing that you, you that you think that is stopping a lot of us from having it all? Um, I think it goes to support, support and accountability. Um, you know, it's important that your family and those around you support what, you know, your hopes and dreams are. Um, and then, you know, accountability. So when I train for figure competitions, even I have a coach, like I need someone to keep me accountable and push me and keep me focused. And I think no matter what your goal is, if it's, you know, to move up the ladder in your career, to grow a business, to get your best body, um, it pays to invest in yourself with a coach for accountability and support. If you're not getting that support at home then maybe you need to pay someone to give you that support so i think again it goes back to support and accountability for um you know helping you move towards, towards those goals hmm. and and like having said that like moving forward to the goal like a lot of us have the goal but what is what is really stopping stopping us like is it is it because like you were saying the support uh i mean uh, having the support like for family and stuff like that but most of the time they are like the spouse will not be able to support you mm -hmm. will say that oh you're spending so much time on this and it's not earning money how how do you overcome that or what do you do like for you do you have any um, argument with your, your spouse that that hey um, you don't you do not understand my dreams you do not understand why mm -hmm. I'm doing this we have this kind of uh, conversation yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> multiple smooth, times. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think it's important to to help them, whether it's your spouse or someone else, understand what your goals are and how you're going to go about them. Because I think mm. that's the key is having a plan mm. that is not just some willy nilly pie in the sky. <laughs> One day I'm going to be, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, it's like, this is what I want and this is how I'm going to get there. And this is the time frame that I'm going to give myself to get mm. there. So I think that is key, knowing the steps, you know, because I, I mean, again, if one of my children came to me and said, yeah, I want to be a rock star. And I, <laughs> okay, but if they said, okay, I'm going to take guitar lessons, I'm going to go in a band, I'm going to, mm. you know, they gave me a step by step. And it was like a more, like they really thought about it. Mm. Um, I think that I think that helps a lot. But I, I'm, I'm just find, find it um, like, is it possible like for a kid to come to you and tell, tell you that like the step by step thing? Like most of us would no. want to. Yeah. So if they do, I, I guess I will be shocked if my daughter come to me and tell me, Daddy, I want to do this and this and this, and I will become a singer. Yeah. I will get shocked. Yeah. I'm like, oh, where do you learn, learn that from? <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess what you mentioned is, is pretty true. A lot of, um, I realized that when I, when I speak to a lot of uh, mompreneurs or mothers who want to start business, and a lot of time their spouse are not uh, supported, is because they do mm -hmm. not have a plan. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it's hard for them to come up with a plan because they do not know where to find that plan. So how do you find your plan? Like how do you? So aside from Google, that, yeah. search, aside from <laughs> Google searches, <laughs> aside from great Google, hmm. um, it goes back to you know finding that support. So I've invested in business coaches. Hmm. You had Pat on; she is a business coach. She's yeah. helped me with my plan, creating kind of a ninety day. Hmm. All right, where do you want to be in ninety days? Um, getting those baby steps. So mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, finding the support and it could be, there's a lot of groups. There's a, so many Facebook groups mm -hmm. of mompreneurs, small business owners, 
Um, there's so many resources online that we didn't have 10 years ago that if you really needed help with a business plan, mm. you could easily find it. Yeah. And, and, and I realized that um, like it's, it's very easy for you to say it out because I, I realized that another thing that um, why you can do that because your why is really strong. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. your passion. You know why you're doing all this. And maybe you can share, share with us that uh, what is your why that is keeping you so passionate and you really want to do this despite that you have a full-time job and you have, yeah. uh, you have kids and also at the same yeah. time you, you have um, your spouse to really take care of him at the same mm-hmm. time yeah so yeah. what is what is that why it's, so it really it's funny you, you talked about my morning routine and one of them is going through like my affirmations like what mm. it what is my why why am i doing this why am i like driving every day towards this and i think it's about security it's about freedom it's about being able to walk away from my corporate job and mm. and do what i love full time um being able to support my family doing something i love mm. i think those are really my my whys i mean i, I love again love the fitness love doing the online coaching uh, and it's grueling sometimes you know it's hard work and you really have to put in the effort and the time but mm. again going back to the why it's like yeah i want to i want to be able to like just do this full time like how mm. cool would it be to just you know wake up and work in your pajamas every day so uh, that's kind of what keeps me motivated you that in college you know i gotta pay for these kids to go to college somehow <laughs> Yeah, I, I can feel feel your passion and when, when you share and when you are sharing about all this freedom, about able to um, do something that you love. And, and I believe that whether you get paid or not, it does not really matter. Mm-hmm. But what if you get paid doing something that you love? And that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's the reason why you are working so hard. Um, like during the day you are working uh, and then you are and, and in the evening you are doing the coaching. And in early in the morning, you start your day really early so that you can you can get yourself prepared mentally, physically, and that is really really inspiring your why. And I I believe that this will be something that I want to put it out to a lot of mothers because I came across a lot of mothers they want to start business, but when I start asking like what is your why, like why are you doing this? If let's say today if you are not you are not paid doing this, will you still do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess. Yeah. Sometimes it's not that our spouse are not supportive. It's because we don't believe in ourselves. We don't have a stronger mm-hmm. reason for us to do the thing. It could be what I call escapism. They want to escape from the corporate job because they sick and tired of it. And it's just that reason to leave the corporate job and to do something of freedom. It's just mm-hmm. escape. A lot of time I realize when I talk to a lot of them, to find out the why, I realized that most most of their why are escapism. They just want to escape from the corporate job they've been doing for the past 10, 20 years. They just want to escape from it. And it's not a strong enough why for them to, yeah. to, to leave because they are not passionate about the things that they are going to do or the business they're going to do. Like for you, you are really into like you embody the whole fitness thing and, and you're smiling, you're looking good and you believe in that. You're a very good role model. Your parents are very good role models. That's why it's keeping you, uh, it's in your blood, I would say. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. that is entrepreneurship. And for, for you, you are a very good example. I, like I mentioned to you um, in our previous um, conversation uh, that you, you are a very good example for a lot of mothers who are, who, who are thinking that, is it possible that I can do a full-time job and building a part-time business? And you, mm-hmm. you are just living it now and, uh, and you're loving it and you're juggling it well. And it's possible, and that's where it it, it explains like why 
it's possible that to have it all and you pick a business that you leverage on these two things which is internet and technology mm -hmm. like through skype or through zoom and, and using the uh, my my fitness pal as the technology mm -hmm. for you to make your work better your business mm -hmm. that help you in the business you are leveraging on technology and you are doing a kind of like a service the coaching is a service so yeah. it's possible which uh, i find that a lot of a lot of people they want to when they want to jump into business they think oh i need a product i need to do e-commerce i need to sell something i need mm -hmm. to have a brick and mortar cafe and stuff like that in fact time have changed like what you're doing is very very suitable for mums for mothers and that's where a lot of mothers that i come across uh they are leveraging on these two things internet and technology and it's possible and yep. thanks thanks for uh leaving as the example and i really okay. wish uh that i definitely believe that whatever you're doing is going to impact more people uh for them to lead a more healthy lifestyle and also um maybe you can um time has really flies and um <laughs> Maybe you can share with us like how how can um the audience get connected with you to learn more about all this fitness tip or maybe they can hear from you what are the nutrition because I I, I myself I'm someone that especially this year I set a resolution that, that I want to take care of my own body watch what I eat mm. so may, I believe that a lot of um mothers out there or anybody that's watching uh watching this uh, show. Or listening to this show uh, they will be curious like how am i going to do this and maybe set for the resolution for next year 2019 because now sure. it's november so um how can they get connected with you allison sure so um you can visit my website which is allisonjacksonfitness.com mm. um, i'm also on facebook same thing at allison jackson fitness mm. and on instagram as well and i'm actually having a holiday blitz a four week wow. don't gain weight during the holidays so um you know come visit and sign up and i would mm. love to to help all your listeners well now is a now is a good time to 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 manage our holiday holidays yeah. especially christmas coming a lot of festive yeah. feasting and it's, it's a really really good time so uh for those who are watching and or listening um i've included um allison's link uh, to her website uh, in, uh to her social media handles it's all in the description you can check it out and um before we end the show um that's the tradition I mentioned in the beginning that every guest gets to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So Alison, now is your time for you to post your question of the day. So what is your question of the day? All right. So my question of the day is going to be, what is your best market research tip for trying to figure out if you have a viable business idea? Hmm, okay. Um, what is what's the question? Your best, best market research hmm. tip. Bye. What's your best market research tip? Is it? Yeah. Okay. So I know a lot of entrepreneurs are trying to figure out if they have a good, you know, business idea. Mm. So I think market research is the key to that. Mm. That's that is uh, very interesting. Um, I, I I will need to think about it also. So the question <laughs> of the day posted by Allison is, what is the best market research tip? Okay. Mm. So yep. uh, this. Question of the of the day goes out to the audience who are watching or uh, who are tuning on live, and also for those um, who are watching the replay. And last but not least, also go out to the next guest. So next guest, uh, do get ready for the question of the day posted by Alison. So last but not least, um, Alison, any last advice for the mothers who are 
sitting on the fence, thinking whether they should step into entrepreneurship or they should pursue their passion like you? Mm -hmm. um, I would say definitely, definitely tip your dip your toe in the water and step outside your comfort zone. Try it out. You won't be sorry. You don't want to have any regrets. So if you think 10 years from now, well, I regret not trying out a business idea that I had, um, you definitely will. So just do it. Wow. Wow. Thanks a lot for your uh, great advice, Alison. And um, now, um, now um, we have come to the end of the show and I really thank Alison for making time and for sharing with us all, all these great tips about how busy mom can have it all at work, business and have a healthy body at the same time. So thanks Alison um, for, for all the golden nuggets. Uh, thanks a lot and thanks for those who are tuning in, uh, tuning in live and those who are listening. So I'm um, Kenneth here signing off with Alison Jackson. Thank you for watching Mother Industrial this live show and we I shall see you guys in the next episode. See you guys. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Alison. Bye-bye.